In progress, but does it mean that we're live? And that we're live, pal. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Kickout. It's the World Rumble review, and we're gonna talk about Monday Night Raw. I go by the name of Skillet. I'm Tay. Scandoose, what's happening? No Ace and no Mex, just us three today. And boy, what a pay per view to talk about. Uh, Royal Rumble, guys, thoughts before we even dissect it. Quick thoughts, quick summary of what you guys thought of Royal Rumble. Whoever wants to go first. You go, Chas. Um, <laughs> what did I think? Do you know what? I thought it was a solid pay-per-view, man. It was solid. I think the problem with Rumble is that our expectations are always too high. You know, right. we, we, we want to see the most amazing like piece of pro wrestling ever created every single year. We want all the, you know, the legendary shock returns, everything, everybody coming back. And it never happens, but you know what? <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think it was solid. That's all I can say, man. It was solid. And then the finale just set it off nicely, man. Uh, Tay, what do you think? Yeah, I pretty much agree, actually. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. Um, I got to a little bit of a lull at the end of the uh, Women's World Rumble. Yeah. And then it picked right up <laughs> the next match. So yeah. Uh all right. Well, let's just talk about War Rumble straight away. It was in San San Antonio, Texas. Was this the first time we've been in San Antonio, Texas since Shawn Michaels won in ninety seven? I thought that's no, why they did... ninety six. He won in ninety six, didn't he? I thought that's why they um had he won both Rio one win coming from number one. Like a tribute kind of thing. Oh, no, it was 90... San Antonio, Texas was 97, but Austin won the Royal Rumble and Sean main evented against Sid. That's what it was. I forgot. I stand corrected. So San Antonio... Oh. So, was this the first time since then this has been... Am I right about that? Or am I wrong about that? I should have probably... No, you're the historian. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I might be right about that. I don't know. But if I'm wrong, yeah. I'll, I'll find out on Twitter. Um, yeah. So it kicked off with the men's... Royal Rumble, uh, which was usually, this is quite unusual. Normally, uh, you know, the Royal Rumble matches, especially the men, is usually uh, even the main event or the second to last or, you know. But yeah, this this one kicked it off. And it, the first number one entry was Gunther, uh, which was, uh, I think, I really... Gunther! In, in my opinion, Gunther, sorry, not Gunther, Gunther's performance was... I think he was the man of the match of that match. He killed that match. Like he was there the longest. I think he broke records. I think he broke Ray Mysterio's record. And, yeah, he broke record. And he was like the way him and the last person who we will talk about when we get there, the way he was still had the energy to put on a, a great match against him. Uh it was brilliant, a brilliant showcase for Gunter. And I think I really well, I think this has cemented him to have a, a real, you know, a great career going forward. I think Whoever is in charge, if it's Vince, if it's Triple H, um, I think they're really, really going to back Gunter going forward to be that guy. But uh, yeah, so Gunter was number one. And number two, who's number two again? Seth Sheamus. 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 On his birthday. On his birthday, a little bit of homage to their classic match they had at Clash at the Castle last year in October or September. Uh, so these two kicked it off. The crowd was very excited to see that. So you'll probably see another Gunther Sheamus feud in the future or another match, um, between those two. 
lots of back and forths. You know, let me try and get the Rumble um, lineup up because I'm just going off memory and I need to stop doing that because my memory is not as good as it used to be. Um, yeah, they 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 actually kicked off with the the shock return of Pat McAfee. And, okay, um, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, let's talk about. Pat but the thing, but the thing is, which which they which they've kind of like um, confirmed, Michael Cohen, um, Corey Graves were not aware that he was coming back. I can. So their s- reaction was the actual their reaction. That's good. That's really good. That's 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 good. I I I kind of got that feeling with Michael Cole, but I didn't know that Corey didn't know either. So yeah, that, that's. I that's felt good. like Corey. He could have. T- he told. He could tell Corey wasn't aware and by how he was speaking because he was yeah. like the color commentator, and then he was all right at the beginning, and then he was just going in. Yeah. Like we noticed it in the women's Royal Rumble. I was like, he's just. It feels like it was like a little power struggle because Pat McAfee is obviously color commentator as well. So there was a you could hear the power struggle between them two. That's quite interesting. But it's good to see Pat McAfee back. You know, the crowd was a great pop, great way to start the pay-per-view. So let's talk about the Royal Rumble match. So like I said, Gunter and Sheamus both started. I think Miz entered in uh, number three as as I'm reading off these notes because I didn't plan this. Uh, <laughs> Miz, Miz came in at number three. Um and then uh, I think it was Gargano. No, was he number four? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah Gargano. Gargano was number four. Uh, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods. It was good to see. Kofi Kingston got a really good pop. Mm-hmm. He got a really good reception. It was good to see them back because I know they've been doing a lot of work in NXT as the NXT Tag Team Champions. Um, Drew McIntyre comes in. Karrion Cross, Brock Lesnar. Shows up, um, and then Bobby Lashley comes in. But before Brock Lesnar shows up, I think he was like suplexing Sheamus McIntyre. I think Dawkins got a um, belly to belly, Escobar got a belly to belly, Chad Gable got a few licks in. Um, then Bobby Lashley showed up, eliminates Lesnar, which makes Lesnar go crazy, attacking official, attacking um, Corbin, which had to come in. And then <laughs> I think he F5 Corbin as well, didn't he? F5 Corbin, which led Seth to come in and do a curb stomp on Corbin and eliminate him, throw him out. Um, there was, uh, they teased that Rey Mysterio was going to show up, but he seems like he got attacked backstage and he got attacked by his son, Dominic, because Dominic was holding the mask. Dominic, I have to say, I'm starting to like him. What do you guys think of Dominic? I think he's doing a great job. Yeah, Dominic's good. I like. I, like it. Yeah. I thought you guys were like hesitant to tell me. So yeah. No, no, I actually like it. What do you think? I, I, I like the whole ex-condom, and then he keeps yeah. referring to like being in a prison yard and all that. But then yeah. the joke is, obviously, he was in there like six hours. So I think, like, I think uh, um, Judgment Day are really lapping up this stuff, man. They're starting to enjoy it. They're really starting to find their feet with this with this gimmick. So. Yeah, man, like, I, I'm I'm really impressed with Dominic. I have to say, I was actually quite shocked that he's, you know, the the heel, I feel, I always thought the heel move was the best move for him, but I think he's really, really loving his heel role. So, um, so yeah, Dominic comes in. Uh, I think Otis makes an appearance. Otis seems a bit slower than usual. Did anyone notice that? He seems like he's getting a bit more healthier, is the word that you're looking for. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> healthier. Quotation marks. Um, yes, uh, Elias makes an appearance, which I'm surprised about, to be honest. Um, and then, do you think it should? Do you think it should have been his brother instead? 
That would have been funny, actually. They shouldn't have <laughs> dropped that gimmick, man. They shouldn't have dropped that gimmick, man. I don't know. But um, did, did they drop it? Is he still doing the brother thing? Is it, are they still doing one minute is a lie, one minute nah, is... They dropped he's it. Got to shave the, he's, got, he's got to shave the beard off, isn't it? Oh, yeah. The, uh, I think he smashed it over Gunther's back. I think he smashed the guitar over Gunther's back, but I don't know. I think that yeah, I, sliced his back as well. You sliced know. his back, didn't got, it? Yeah, yeah got, got a nasty cut back. from it. Yeah. Um, and I think she- McIntyre and Sheamus eliminates Elias with a with a bro kick and a Claymore kick simultaneously or something like that. Yeah, Finn Balor entered as number twenty, teamed up with the Judgment Day teammate. I think this is when Judgment Day started ruling the roost that the Boy Rumble eliminating people left, right, and center. Booker T shows up. There was rumors that Booker T might be performing at Mania because it's Texas. So he shows up. Um, did a spin a Rooney, did a few things, but he gets eliminated by Gunter. Uh, Damien Priest enters the fray and, you know, does whatever. Eliminates Montez Ford. Montez Ford comes in and I don't, I don't know what that was weird. I don't know what happened with Montez. Was he supposed to do something? He, he got he got dashed out in front of his in-laws, bro. That, that was, was hilarious. And then oh. Bianca, Bianca Belair's dad was like, what happened to you? Was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kofi Kingston also blew a spot two years in a row, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah. I think it's over. It's over. Like, just, I think I think he stop. needs to stop yeah. the spots now. Maybe give us a ricochet. Ricochet's younger. Ricochet could probably do it. You know, uh, now. But you, but, you know, but you know, one thing I will say about the Kofi Kingston thing is, it actually, the fact that he's blown the last two kind of makes the all the previous ones like even better. Yeah, because he's because kind of, he's, he's done them in one take. Like, yeah, I know, I know. He's always no, been so... impre- he's been always been impressive. So he's a legend. You can't can't call yeah. He's a legend, no matter what. Um, Edge comes back, which I was like, ah, okay. Edge comes back, eliminates Judgment Day, fights them outside. Uh, Rhea Ripley gets involved. Beth Phoenix gets involved. There's a brawl outside. Yeah. Uh, almost shows up. Looks like he's about to do some damage. Then Strowman shows up, and then there's a collision between these two. I'm sh- I'm assuming this has had a match before. Why do I think I've seen these guys wrestle before? Am I am I wrong? Yeah, right? one of the one of the Saudi Saudi events. That's they, what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, and then Logan Paul shows up. Him and Ricochet do a great spot when they collide together like Matrix. <laughs> yeah. no, that's sick. That's that's, that's, that's gonna spot. be the clip. That's gonna be the spot that gets replayed for years. Yeah, of course. Now, yeah, that was a good spot. Um uh who eliminated Ricochet? Austin Ferry, isn't it? I didn't mention Austin Ferry's in the Rumble, but yeah, Austin Ferry eliminates Ricochet. Um there's a fight between I think the last four was like Ferry, Seamus, Gunther. And then the number 30 man, which is obviously Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes shows up as number 30. By the time he came up as number 30, I think we all knew collectively that he's winning this Royal Rumble and there was no no appearance of The Rock was not going to come. I mean, even in Royal Rumble match, being number one, we all knew The Rock was not going to be in that anyway. Uh, so could he be involved in the main event? But uh, yeah, Cody Rhodes, right for this, Cody Rhodes and Gunfold, the last two, they had a crazy, crazy six seven eight minute match <laughs> that was never ending and uh gunter uh, i mean cody gets the best of gunter and wins the 2023 royal rumble so cody's in that long list of legends to have won a royal rumble finally and uh right decision guys what do you think yeah i mean i think it was the right decision um just considering what 
kind of Sami Zayn is going into, um, obviously after you, we'll talk about that match later, but considering like kind of what they're doing, it's best that that was separate and this was the right person to win this. How are they going to in put um, Cody into that situation? I don't know, but I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, I think the whole Royal Rumble was actually, it was actually a pretty decent uh, Royal Rumble. Um, I think uh, Cody, uh, Cody, Kofi did like a really good stomp on Escobar. That was sick. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Um, and Dawkins, I was looking forward to ha- like seeing a bit more from him because he was in like a tussle with like kind of all the big guys in there. I'd like to see him get a bit more respect 100%. from the bigger guys. 100%. Um, so, and he went out early. Um, like you said about Dominic, I think he did really well in that match. And I really like that they gave him the spotlight in the judgment day rather than any of the others. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I thought it was really good. Scan? Yeah, I think it was really well put together. The more I think about it, actually, like even the little subtle spots, like the, the amateur wrestling spot between... Um, Gable and uh, Wood, yeah, like there were just loads of little, you know, what I mean, um, a little bit for everybody in a sense, man. And even that bit, like, even though it was so predictable, it was like the pop that Cody got, like, that, 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 like, everybody was just panicking, like, the way Gunther was just chopping him in his chest after he's just come back from that injury, but I was just like, Amazing. oh my god, Amazing. but um. Yeah, man. Overall, man, well put together. Well, put together. yeah, I, I really enjoyed. This is a, a, a really, really good Royal Rumble. Good answer to what happened last year. Just you know, well thought out, well booked, doing stuff that's never really been done before, um, and then obviously sprinkling the stuff that we've seen already. But, but um, yeah, no, I think right decision, especially with Cody. I mean, I think we all knew Cody was going to come back for Royal Rumble and potentially win it. But it does make sense that he's the winner. I mean, he's. He, you know, when they signed it from AEW last year, that the, the the goal was for him to be like a new John Cena for WWE. And um, when he went out with the injury, there was no way he wasn't going to come back and they reward him with that because he performed with that whole nasty bruise on his chest. There was no way they wasn't going to reward him. So rightful decision. Yeah. I think he's going to have a great program with Roman Reigns. The promos are going to be crazy. Um, and, you know, we haven't seen the best of Cody yet in, in terms of WWE ring. And I think that it's, it's, that's going to come with this program. So, yeah, well-deserved to Cody Rose. Big up to him. Now, what wasn't so good, though, is this next match, which I... I and, and see, this is... this. See, sometimes I say things and it's not popular at the time. And it's a bit like, oh, Skinny, what are you saying? You're, you're just cancelling people. But I was right. <laughs> Bray Wyatt... Like, and I think sometimes we need to... Oh, I understand that Vince McMahon does do things in the in the in the in the he does do a lot of mad stuff. But when it comes to the talent that he released, when you think about it, seven times out of ten, maybe even eight, he's probably right. And and, and I feel like because I feel like the people that Triple H brought back hasn't really made an impact on the roster since they've been back, especially this gentleman here. And I know it's not. I know people love this guy and even like people coming at me at Twitter for me saying stuff about Bray, people coming at me because I was just like, oh, Bray Wyatt's bringing back <laughs> wrestle crap. But what I saw, <laughs> what I saw on Sunday or Saturday, sorry, in this match between him and LA Knight is what WCW was getting stick for back in 2000, which was the wrestle crap era when WCW was doing a bunch of nonsense, rightfully so, by the way, I'm not defending WCW. So the fact that we can come 
full circle to 2023 and these same people are now praising Bray's quote-unquote genius. For I just don't understand any of this stuff. I'm not a fan of any of this. Uncle Howdy, Alexa Bliss. Being <laughs> the, the Alexa Bliss thing might work. That actually might work because it wasn't that bad when they first originally did it. But I just think, I'm sorry. I don't know what for you guys, but this ain't working for me. Mountain Dew, pitch black match with LA Knight. Guys, talk about it because I don't want to. <laughs> All, right. All right, I'll give I'll give my take on it. Um, it was just because of it being a pitch black match and it's like a sponsored match. It just wasn't, I feel like it wasn't going to be good from the beginning just because of the type of matches. I, the issue that I have with Bray and I like, you know that I love Bray. I like Bray. I like his creativity. The issue that I have is his creativity doesn't translate into wrestling. It's more like movie. It's like shorts. It's indie film. He's got that kind of creative brain where it will work there. Yeah. How you translate it into wrestling is difficult because you, if the live element doesn't work, it's just never going to work. But what he's trying to do and what I, this is my take on it. What I think he's trying to do is trying to push those boundaries so that at some point the live part will work. It might not work now and it's not working now, but at some point someone in the future might be like, all right, or well, we have this, whatever video, this camera, whatever can do something that's going to make it be okay live. That much trash. Yeah. But his face paint was amazing. I loved that. That whole the whole look that he had was good. Um, LA Knight, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uncle Howdy, Howdy Hardy. I don't. I, 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 I just that did not need to be in there at all. Like he should just stay a figment of Bray's imagination. Literally, figment of imagination. The end spot, terrible. <laughs> but. Like I said, I'm, I I like his creativity. I like where he's coming from. It's just not translating. Yeah, um, I I I agree with the majority of what you just said. The only thing I'll add to that, and this is my theory, I think um, Mountain Dew offered them a bag of money, and this and they and they gave him a concept, and they said, "All right, cool, do something with that." And I think it I probably come out that they were still trying to figure it out probably up until a couple of days before the Rumble. Like, how are you going to do a pitch black match? Like, and he, and I think they give it, because he, he's such a creative guy, and I've heard in interviews that he says that they just give him creative freedom to do what he wants. And with most creative people, like, 10% genius, 7%, 70% trash. Like, and the rest is in the middle. And I think for all the genius stuff that he does, and visionary stuff that he does, like, there's just going to be a bunch of trash behind it as well. But I think ultimately, and this is my prediction for Bray, I think what's going to end up happening, he's going to transition into like a manager role and he's just going to have a stable of like incredible wrestlers under him. And I think that's just how it's going to go because he can't really wrestle. That pyro spot with Uncle Howdy jumping up. <laughs> it's like, I think the pyro was supposed to come in and time it at the time that Uncle Howdy delivers the elbow but it came like a couple of seconds later. So you could just blatantly see Okahari just miss LA Knight completely. He just jumps over LA Knight and then the pyro blew up. I was just like, this is not good, man. But I'm not like, my brain, 
is cult leader Bray. That is when he was at his best. In-ring wise, promos wise, everything. His presentation with the Wyatt family, with Rowan and Harper. And I know that Harp, Harper's passing has made him want to not do that again. I totally get it. But at the same time, the, when The Fiend first debuted against Finn, I was like excited for it. I was like, yeah, this is sick. Then he had a couple, a couple matches where I was like, yeah, he just comes in. The lights go out. That little crazy screechy noise comes on. I'm like, yeah, this is dope. Keep going. And then when it started falling apart for me is when he had that match with Seth in Saudi Arabia. Was it Saudi Arabia or was it like it was like a Hell in a Cell match or something? Hell in a Cell, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what beat him in Saudi that's Arabia. What, that's it, and that's when it started falling apart. And then he kind of like clawed it back a bit with some really crazy creative fire, fire, fun, flat, fire, flyer, fun, fan house, whatever matches. Especially the one against Cena, which I really, really love. Still love that match. And then after that, I was just like, oh man, this ain't working again. And ever since then, for me, it's just bad. So, should we do the 10 bell count from Bray again? No. no. <laughs> so, you, so, you, so you, you wasn't feeling like the whole follow the rabbit QR code thing? Or... I loved See that? That was brilliant. But then it, what, does, does it, what does it lead to? It just leads back to this again. No point doing like he goes away and then he does the follow the rabbit stuff. I was like, all right, cool. Bray, Bray is a genius. Like he's still a genius. And then it comes back to this nonsense. And I'm like, bro, what's going on here, man? This is it's just taking too long as well. Like, just get your stable in already, bro. Like, what's happening? Why? <laughs> like, yeah, that part is long. Like, come on now. Maybe you want to do a grandioso thing for WrestleMania. I'm assuming that's probably what it is. There's probably some sort of payoff for WrestleMania. Then I'll probably be eating my words at WrestleMania. But at the meantime, I'm just like I'm never gonna say a word until that gives me tea. Um <laughs> Bianca, next up, Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. Not really, it's a kind of a nothing match uh between the two. Just I guess Bianca Belair, just to make Bianca Belair look still still look strong and dominant while we still find out what's happening with Bliss's story. So was quite short, wasn't much in not much in this match. Um, but Bliss picks up the victory and then um Bray Wyatt, Uncle, no, Uncle Howdy video shows up again. So I guess they want to, and also with the Uncle Howdy stuff, they're trying to, they're kind of building Bo, isn't it? They're making Bo be kind of more of the main guy now with this storyline. Yeah, but then you're going to see Bo and you're going to be like, it's Bo. They're never going to see Bo. Bo is going to be new. It's a new Bo. There's no Bo now. It's just Uncle Howdy. It's Kane, isn't it? It's Kane. It's That's going to be Bo. Do you, do you remember, do you remember when, um what's his name? Who came back? Oh, they built him up. Well, Kind of build them up. Was it um Prince Albert and Tensai? I feel like that's the kind of <laughs> going gonna be like, oh, who's this guy? And they're like, it's Bo. No. Well, yeah, that was shit. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about the women's royal rumble. Uh number one and number two entry was Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Uh by the way, did you all have Rhea Ripley winning this? I feel like Tay, you did. I had Bailey. I had Bailey. Um, I, well, I wanted Bailey. I think I said I wanted Bailey, but I think it would be either Asuka or Rhea. But it, yeah. Uh, so Rhea and Liv kicks it off. Then Dana Brooke shows up. I forgot Emma was still in WWE. I totally forgot she came back. You uh, forgot last time as well. Say that again? I said you forgot last time as well. <laughs> Didn't I? You're like, oh, Emma's back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shayna Baszler shows up. 
Bailey shows up. B Fab shows up and then gets eliminated straight away uh, by Ripley. Which, which, I, I, I swear, I, I don't understand how B Fab still has a job. Like seriously, like it's just well, <sighs> Roxanne. Like, it's like if... <sighs> they're going. To me, it just feels like you know when you've got that team at the bottom of the Premiership, and they're like twenty points adrift, and you just figure to yourself, why are you still turning up to play the game? You yeah. know, it's just it's like that's how I feel about it. Fair enough. Really bad, really bad, man. NXT Women's Champion Roxanne Perez, who is trained by Booker T, shows up as a surprise entrant. Bailey's Diamond Control teammates Dakota Kai, Eo Eo Sky, well, you not Eo Shirai, Eo Sky now. Eo Sky shows up. Uh, and then Damage Control starts eliminating people like uh, Dana Brooke, Emma, and Perez. Uh, Natalia shows up with a new with a new nose because she damaged her nose against Shayna huh. Baszler. Um, it was good to see Natalia paying homage to her father with the with the Heart Foundation jacket and the the beret, the pink beret, and the shades. Um, Candice LeRae shows up, Bailey, and Kai and Sky eliminate. Natalia and Baszler. Zoe Stark shows up from NXT. My home girl with braids, Zia Lee, shows up. <laughs> I don't want to laugh. I thought that was that cultural appropriation. Oh, I love it. It's, it's amazing. Oh, <laughs> I love it. You're here. What do you do? No, hey, hey, hey. That's <laughs> Hey, let's Stop. not do hey, let's <laughs> not... hey, hey, Ryan. Slap on the wrist. None of that. Um, Zaylee shows up, and, and and she 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 did she get eliminated by? No, she eliminated Candice LeRae. She eliminated Candice LeRae. Becky Lynch enters at number fifteen, and has it go with the damage control, and then damage control attacks her and put her through an announce table. Tegan Knox comes back, then Asuka comes back. Where everybody with this, Ooh. she had a great pop. She takes off the mask and she has to that that old school. Well, not old school. It's like a homage to Kana painting on her face, looking like a demon. I really feel like she's really embracing this character. It's like she's bringing it back. She's like, yeah, I'm back home. I'm back where I'm comfortable now, and I could do all that stuff she was doing at Asuka. Even though it was cool and it was fun, I feel like it's more. It works more with that crazy kind of paint in her face does that make sense i feel like now she's probably going to be a bit more more understood by people who didn't understand her before so big up Asuka. i feel like it's gonna be a big bright future for her going forward um hyper nevin so no dewdrop they dropped the dewdrop name which is thank god for that and she's back as piper nevin so she comes out tamina comes out chelsea green Makes her return at the Royal Rumble only to be eliminated a second later. And I just don't understand why they did that to her. I really don't get it. It's um, part of a, a new character. She's like, she's basically, she's a Karen now, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. She, she, she's going to be a Karen going forward. Yeah, so she saw the interview after the, the post-Rumble. She was just moaning and complaining and like, okay. that's, that's her thing. That's her gimmick. They have to push it though. You can't just be moaning and complaining. She has to. She like, does complain. it well, though. She does. She it has well. to complain about like black wrestlers. Not uh, what? <laughs> like, she needs to complain about like hurt business trespassing in the, across the street while she's walking a dog. It needs to be that kind of stuff. Okay. No. Okay. 
Um, what else is this? What else is here? Oh, Zelina Vega shows up as a Street Fighter character, which I didn't know which one it is because I haven't played Street Fighter in years. I haven't played the new she's stuff got in some, years. She's got some sponsorship money for that one as well. Yes, she's yeah. a new character. Yeah. Well, I'm glad WWE's allowing her to do that because remember they tried to mash her up before? No, mm. oh, I got her. Oh, this means going to end in 10 minutes. <laughs> if you upgrade, is it money? <laughs> I feel like we, we, we got we got we got to keep it moving. Let's, let's see if we can get to the uh, main event by the all right, all right. Let's yeah, let's just keep back. it moving. We we'll probably still Royal Rumble only, and then we we'll talk about Raw another, another time. How about that? Anyway, so let's yeah. So Zelina Vega comes as Street Fighter, Mia Yim, Lacey Evans, who's now does the Sergeant Slaughter Cobra Clutch move. Michelle McCool, music hits. She's in the crowd of her daughter, acting like what? Jumps over, fights to me, eliminates. <laughs> Indy Hartwell makes a surprise entrance. Sonny Deville makes an entrance. Uh, Shotzi, uh, Nikki Cross, and the last entrance is a surprise entry return from the one Nia Jax. As you know, she tries to fight people, and then yeah, what do you guys think of Nia Jax coming back? Are you guys happy to see her? Mm. Yeah, same. Mm. Yeah, that's <laughs> why. That's what I thought. The Rock was coming back, and I was like, oh, okay, the Rock's behind this. But no, he, yeah, he wasn't. She's still- Uh, apparently there's apparently there's Nia Jack's merch so it looks like she actually might be coming back Um, anyway let's talk about it the last four I think it was Becky Asuka Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley Becky went there no Becky got she got back that's by who by Rodriguez you know Becky Bailey Um, Bailey. it was Bailey it was Bailey wasn't it yeah. Then Bailey got eliminated by who? Um, Liv. Liv, that's it. And then Rodriguez was dominating for a little by for a little while, but then she got eliminated by Rhea, Rhea Ripley. Then Rhea Ripley struggled to kind of lift her up, but and then it was <laughs> the last. So I think uh, Rodriguez was in the final four. No, Nikki Cross. It was Nikki Cross. It was Cross, Asuka, Morgan, and Ripley. That was it. Yeah. And then yeah, Asuka did the Asuka eliminated Cross. Then Rhea tried to eliminate Asuka. She does the blue miss, but, but Ripley ducks and mm. sweeps her leg. The blue miss obviously hits Liv Morgan. She sweeps Asuka's leg. Asuka's eliminated. And then as uh, Rhea hangs on, Liv nearly does something. Liv does something that makes Rhea hang on to the rope. Right? Yes, yeah, yes. So, so basically, it was clever because we thought that she was literally going to eliminate um, what was it, Rhea, like yeah. blind. Yeah, like, then, yeah, yeah. But then uh, obviously there's another swerve to it. And then she starts hitting on, trying to hit Rhea's hand, to get her out, and then Rhea just extends her legs and Harukarana, like Harukarana out out of the ring, which was a really good finish, really cool finish, and yeah. Rhea Ripley. It's the 2023 Women's Royal Rumble winner. Thoughts on Rhea winning? I mean, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm actually really happy that um she won. I think she's gonna do she's doing like she's done really well this year. I think she does deserve it. Um, I think she's gonna have an amazing match um with Charlotte at uh WrestleMania. I'm surprised she chose Charlotte. I thought it'd be Rhea and Becky uh, Bianca, but they're probably gonna think, wait for that for another time. I think they're gonna build up for later. Yeah. I mean either way, I think because there's history with both of them, I think it was it was good. She really could yeah. have gone 
play it with it. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. I mean, um, I'm glad that yeah, Piper Niven is now Piper Niven and not Dewdrop, and Nikki Cross has resumed her old mad ways. Um, what else is there? Oh, so the from NXT, um, Stark. I thought she did all right in there. Um, yeah. it's a, it was a good showcasing for her. I could see them kind of bringing her up, not to maybe after WrestleMania. Um, one thing I was going to say was Meechin. I'm I'm just not sold on a Meechin. I'm just I'm just not there with her. She's probably one of the ones where you were saying where Triple H brought them back, and I'm just like, I, I don't think you're performing. I don't think you're getting there. Right. I really think that they should do something with um, Lacey Evans though. Lacey Evans and um, Sonya Deville. I feel right. like they should form a little faction. Have them as like a little tag team. Okay. Them together. Okay. But sorry, I'll be quickly. But um, yeah, and no, I thought it was a really good, a really good ending to the match. Um, wasn't really keen on uh, Nia Jax coming at thirty. Just wasn't that that pop that they were expecting. But it is what it is. Real one. So, yeah. Scan. Yeah. Um. I think I, it kind of felt a bit light on you know that big highlight moment like what the um the men's rumble had with the ricochet and the logan pool um could have probably done with a i don't know like a legend in there or something um right. i guess they gave that to michelle McCoo in her uh group so but i mean um overall man um yeah it was by the numbers it was like well booked it was clever um how you feel about um What's her name? You mentioned that uh, Mini Chin. I kind of feel a bit like that about Candice LeRae, man. I'm just like, they pull you back. What are you, what are you doing? You know, I'm I'm fingers crossed they're trying to get Nikki Frost to bring back Sanity to that whole faction. Because ah, okay. if you notice, she was wearing the exact same attire that she was wearing when she was in the hey, group. Hey, so, I, li- um, I like Sanity, man. I rock with that. I, I, I was a fan of Sanity, so that will be good. That'd be good. I like that. I like that. I think I think what Triple H does really well is planting the little Easter eggs. So the little subtle bits of storytelling. So hopefully that's going to happen. Um, I'm not completely mad that Nia Jack's coming back, but I'm hoping that was just a one-off. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes they just drop the merch just to test the waters, see do people really want her back. But um, okay. other than that, man, well-deserved victory. I felt... For um, Riley. Okay, cool. And let's talk about the. Let's go straight to the main event: Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens for that Universal WWE title. Uh, this was a. Uh, it was a, it was a good match. I was a bit tired by the time I was watching this, so I, I wasn't as tuned as I would like to be. But I like the fact that Reigns mostly dominated the match. Um, you know, attacking Kevin Owens here and there. Kevin Owens looked good, at strong at first, but then you know Reigns ultimately just dominated him, and to the point where Sami Zayn outside who's with Paul Heyman was kind of concerned for Kevin Owens and anyway Reigns picks up the win and let's go straight to the ending because the ending is probably one of the best things WWE has done in a very long time it was must see it I felt like the crowd was quiet you had goosebumps you don't know what was going to happen next Reigns was um and the Usos viciously attacking Kevin Owens beating him up to a pulp Sami Zayn was a bit apprehensive to join in and, and then as Reigns was about to do some more damage as they handcuff him to the ropes, Sami Zayn steps in, intervenes, the crowd go nuts, says that you don't need to do this. Reigns says, oh, you're right, I don't need to do this. You do it, gives him the chair. 
and then turns his back on him. And as as he turns his back, Zayn hits him. Seth Rollins heel turn style. And even Reigns did the whole, the way he even sold the chair shot was very much like how he sold it against the Shield. Very, very good stuff. Um, I couldn't believe it. Obviously, they attack Sammy, uh, as in Solo and Jimmy. Jay is in disarray. He's upset. He's in bits. And he walks out upset, crying. What does this mean for the bloodline? we only got two minutes left before we sign off. Go first, hey. Um, I am just, I, I don't even know what this means. I, it's just amazing. <laughs> like, it was It was perfection. It was perfection. At the end, I was so drawn to the TV. Um, I really liked the way that they had Jay kind of like re- retreat because yeah. it started at the beginning with Jay and Roman Reigns. Of course, of fighting. course. Yeah, of I was course. like, oh, like, oh, the storytelling. Oh, it was amazing. Um, I, I don't even, do you know what? I don't even care where it goes. Like, it just... <laughs> I don't care. Like it's it was just, just so a great good. story, isn't it? It could it could even flop in its face. I was like, that was still amazing. Nah, I don't think it will. I <laughs> think this is going to be one of the best ones they've ever done. Scan. Yeah, that was captivating, man. From like beginning to end, like like Tay said, played to perfection. The acting, the subtle eye contact movements. Everybody's role was played to perfection. It was such in depth, complex storytelling, man. And yeah, payoff was. Even though it's predictable, yeah, chef's kiss, man. Absolutely. I can't wait to see what happens at Elimination Chamber. It's in Montreal. It's obviously probably going to be Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns. It's going to be a great, great moment for Sami. He's becoming more of a star as time goes on. High hopes for Sami Zayn as we go on. Uh, Thank you guys for joining. We're going to sign off because we're running out of time. But before I do, two takes. Roman Reigns has become another level of tear of greatness. He's beco- he has really become that guy now. So big up Roman Reigns. And secondly, WWE Mr. Trick with Booker T. When he come back, he should have had the microphone as he did in TNA when he was fighting. You should have done that while he was eliminating people over the top rope. I go by the name of Skilly. This is Scan. This is Play. This has been the kick out. We'll be back with Monday Night Raw review and SmackDown sometime next week. I assume. Good night, everybody. Ciao. Good night. Peace. Peace. Was that a minute? I don't know.